Post-Gazette dining critic Melissa McCart describes her path to Pittsburgh as roundabout. She's worked in restaurants since she was a teenager and first started writing about the dining scene during the restaurant boom in Washington, D.C. in the early 2000s. She moved to Florida to become a critic in the Fort Lauderdale area and from there made the leap to Pittsburgh three years ago. In this segment of On the House, a talk with McCart about what it's like to be a critic in Pittsburgh. Melissa McCart receives hate mail regularly. Sometimes it's almost entertaining because it's so it's so aggressive, you know, and it's so clearly not even about me. It used to feel personal, but McCart has developed a thicker skin and a better understanding of where the vitriol comes from. Pittsburgh had been down for so long, and when a city might still be economically vulnerable, um, that people feel very passionate about protecting a place, and I totally empathize with that. But Nobody gets better without criticism, including me, and this happens to be my job. And there are long-standing traditions in Pittsburgh's dining scene. McCart notes the deep influence of migrant and immigrant culture, from stuffed cabbage and stuffed shelves to pierogies and fried chicken. There is an acknowledgement of the past and a maintenance of some of the old food ways that just seems sort of intrinsic to how people eat. And I think that that really speaks to like the Great Migration the and the presence of Eastern European immigrants and Italian immigrants that you could still find threads of in restaurants and in the way people cook at home. I think it's something that is really special. And while those dishes have a place close to Pittsburghers' hearts, McCart says the city also tends to prize portion size over technique. As a restaurant critic, she says she tries to keep the public's taste in mind at the same time as she looks for what she values in a dining experience. I think it's really important for me to recognize what the values of different groups are in the city and speak directly to them and also compare it to what I might value so that it is a conversation and not insulting what 50 percent of Pittsburghers might want, for example. When reviews don't reflect the way customers feel, she hears from them and often the chefs. While the city's smallness can make being anonymous nearly impossible, it also comes with upsides, says McCart. If I have something that's a criticism, I can call up that person and give them a heads up and say, this is what I'm going to say, and here's why I'm going to say it. So we have a conversation and and they know ahead of time. She says that starts a lot of positive, productive conversations. So where can restaurants improve? McCart says it has to do with service and decorum. And one of the things that I think is the most interesting that restaurants don't do enough of is mistake correction. I think that there's a very graceful way to provide really warm hospitality, even when things go wrong. She says criticism is a sign of a maturing restaurant scene. This is something that I think more chefs and more residents will take in stride. I think that criticism is a discussion and not a dictum. And to discuss what could make something stronger is really important and to cheerlead does not make us better. And I still think that there's too much of it. Emma Kurt will be there to see the city evolve. She recently bought a house on the north side. I'm Larkin Page Jacobs, 90.5 WESA.